Welcome to The Uplift, the show that celebrates women leaders who lift each other. I'm Carol Shabrias, a higher ed executive on a mission to help women leaders at all levels restore joy and meaning to their daily work. I've been a higher ed administrator for 25 years, and the higher I've climbed on the administrative ladder, the more dissatisfied I've become with our culture of busyness and burnout. It's no wonder that leadership positions turn over so frequently. Higher ed is working us to exhaustion and can feel like a meaningless slog to a paycheck. The pandemic and great resignation have merely accelerated the pace at which women are fleeing higher ed in search of balanced, integrated, and joyful lives. And yet we're here because colleges and universities matter. We do this work because it matters. The ways we shape young minds and prepare them for intelligent, informed, and intentional global citizenship, that matters. So if you're a woman committed to higher ed who also seeks balance and joy in your professional life, welcome. This podcast is for you. So today's episode is called The Bitch Above. Now, the title is singular, but the bitch above doesn't refer to a single person. It's shorthand for those shitty women bosses we've all probably had. You know the ones, the mean girls who grew up but didn't grow out of their shitty ways of treating other people, especially other women. Now, normally, I won't spend much time talking about other people and their failures because ultimately that's not that interesting and it's not even helpful. But my ongoing encounters with the bitch above has been such a constant recurring theme in my professional life that I found myself wanting revenge. Sometimes in dark moments, this was particular revenge against a particular person. But eventually I got past my Pulp Fiction style feelings of righteous vengeance and found myself wanting something bigger and better kind of a superhero, systemic revenge. I wanted to do something so big and so powerful that it would put everything right in the world. And once I got to that point, well, that's when this project really started to take on a life of its own. So this episode, The Bitch Above, is basically backstory. And if you stick around through the backstory, then at the end of the episode, I'll tell you more about how the Clario Group is doing good in the world. In particular, I'll tell you about the Leadership Academy, which is our first workshop launching in July. It's designed exclusively for women leaders in higher ed, especially those of you who are feeling burned out and want to bring joy back to work for yourself and for your colleagues. So hang around for that. Okay, but here's the backstory. Let's begin with a scene that may sound familiar to some of you. Picture a highly competent, whip-smart grad student earning her degree from a top-tier department that is so toxic that she vows never, ever, ever to become a tenure-track faculty member because who in their right mind would choose to spend their professional lives with people like this? So this grad student shifts to administration. She finishes her PhD and takes a full-time job at a university as a program director. Her star is on the rise. She has amazing mentors, and every new job is a step up the administrative ladder. 
Soon, her professional network is mostly deans, provosts, CFOs, and college presidents. A few presidents offer to mentor her into her first presidency. One spring, she is swamped with job offers and takes the one that speaks to her heart, a dean, a dean at a women's college. Now, one thing I love about this story is that as I was living through it, I was certain that I was made for this. I was made to get to this apex. I was encouraged to be ambitious by my grandmother, who in the 70s refused to let me choose teacher as a profession because she told me I'd never make any money and no one would ever respect me. She required me to dream bigger. So I did, and it worked. For years, the world seemed to recognize and reward my ambition. In all my jobs, I got great performance reviews. I got promotions and raises, the whole thing. So I lived through this story as an avowed feminist who knew she was made to do big things. And this seems like a nice steady career climb, right? But here's the reality check. You know those memes with two lines? One squiggles all over the place and one is a steady upward trajectory from lower left corner to top right corner. All the squiggly lines are your life as it feels like you're living through it, but that nice clean straight line is how it looks to everyone else. Well, I just told you the tidy version of my career. Here's the squiggly version. I'm still not ambitious, outspoken feminist. I'm still in grad school. And I start seeing women treat others badly. There was the faculty member who screamed humiliations at one of her grad students in the stairwell, which at the time was full of other students on their way to class. There was the faculty member who told her advisee to get an abortion because otherwise, how would she succeed as a scholar? The faculty member who, when one of her advisees told her excitedly about landing a job offer her first year on the market, responded with, eh, you can move to a better job at a better institution next time. Okay, so here I was in training to be a professor and seeing the grown-up mean girls in action. And at the time, I thought it was kind of probably just a faculty issue, right? Like these women faculty members were obviously insensitive and rude and probably clueless because certainly they were not intentionally this mean, right? And eventually, I think I'm leaving all that kind of nonsense behind me because here I am. I've landed my dream job, a dean at a women's college, at a college specifically committed to developing women leaders. Oh, Lordy, let me tell you, when I started working for women's colleges, and even a little bit before that, when I started working for college presidents who are women, well, all the squiggly lines got a whole lot squigglier. They got a whole lot shittier. I saw how awful it is when women in clear leadership positions are intentionally cruel to other women. So I got to know the president known for shaming and blaming her staff. That's not my phrase, that's how her staff describe her. I heard stories about the provost who frequently screamed obscenities at her staff. You know, the kind of screaming you can hear outside the office and down the hall. I met the president who brushed off difficulties of any sort by saying, well, you know, at least no babies died. And she would say this in a room full of other women, at least some of whom were statistically likely to have experienced pregnancy loss. I myself started avoiding the president whose staff dreaded the summons 
knowing they were about to be loudly and probably publicly dressed down for something that wasn't even their fault and may not even have been their responsibility. Oh, so these stories, they suck, right? They're terrible. Everyone in these women's paths suffered. When these women cross your professional path, nothing protects you. Not your age, not your sex, your gender identity, your politics, your values, not even your toughened thick skin. I would like to say these stories shocked and upset me. And I can at least say it's true they were shocking when I first started collecting them. But over time, I found myself getting used to them. Or at least I was getting used to hearing them. They quit surprising me. Nonetheless, the slow simmer had started. What in the world were these women doing treating other women like this? I mean, have they not heard of that special circle of hell reserved for women who don't help other women? Nope, nobody, nope, nope. Not these women. Even more disheartening, these women were leading organizations ostensibly devoted to educating women for lives of meaning and growth and integrity. They were supposed to be beacons of light for young women finding their voices and finding their ways. They were supposed to be educating women to lead and influence. But these shitty women leaders, these bitches above, they were not beacons of light. Not at all. I came to see them as having big black holes where their hearts should be. The longer I lived in this world, the more two things crystallized for me. The first is how many women were suffering under a bitch above them. And this was sad and also sadly interesting. I started to see that these women leaders were protected by a cone of silence, by our silence. People were afraid to say things out loud. People were afraid to share their stories. But once I was known as someone who would say stuff out loud, well, the stories started pouring in. Let me tell you, it was a professional kind of sanitized version of Me Too, where women I'd never met were so relieved that someone who shared their experiences was listening and talking that they would call me. They sent emails. They connected through friends, acquaintances, even an attorney. So many women. The other thing that crystallized for me was how important it is that we see and celebrate those amazing women who are leading well, who care about people, who lift other women up, who stand strong in their integrity and values. And that, my friends, is at the heart of this new project, The Clario Group. I founded The Clario Group, honestly, out of selfishness. I personally want a place free from the cruelty imposed by the bitches above. And I realized I should quit looking for it and just freaking build it. So I founded the Clario Group as a space where women come to lift each other up. Here, we don't shy away from the truth and we aren't afraid to call out bad leadership. But when we do that, we do it on our way to making the world better for women who are suffering for the women who want and deserve something more. Because so many of us have spent time in the noxious waters created by the bitches above, we come here to celebrate women who want something different, who want something different badly enough to change their own circumstances, as well as the circumstances of women around them. Okay, so what does that mean for this podcast? Well, this space is for all women in higher ed who are living in leadership roles. 
leading at any level, regardless of your job title, your pay grade, if you're a woman leading others in any capacity, a team, a committee, a department, a program, a group of students, whatever, you are welcome here. In this space, we're gonna do two different kinds of things together. The first is talk about women leading in higher ed. We'll explore both research and lived experiences to understand the factors at play in our institutional cultures. And we'll do this specifically to uncover ways, large and small, that we can bring joy and integrity into our daily work. The second thing we'll do together is learn from women leading in higher ed. I've got an exciting lineup of interviews this season, which will kick off this coming fall. But the Clario Group is more than just a podcast. It's a space for communal learning and growth. In July, we'll launch our first workshop, the Leadership Academy. The Leadership Academy is a self-paced three-week online course teaching you how to draw on your values in order to infuse your leadership with clarity, purpose, and joy. The course has three parts. In Getting Clear Within, you'll explore how your values shape who you are and what really motivates your actions. In Getting Clear With Others, you'll discover actionable strategies for intentionally bringing your values and your motivations into your leadership role. And finally, in Getting Clear On Purpose, you'll develop new planning habits to help you set intentions, establish and maintain accountability, design projects and initiatives for maximum impact, and gather people to work in meaningful ways. Now, if you're looking for an added level of interactivity, consider joining the Leadership Community, which gives you all the content of the Leadership Academy, plus engagement with other participants in a private community space, as well as weekly office hours where we will gather in real time to ask each other questions and lend each other support. The Leadership Academy and the Leadership Community both launch in July. You can learn more and even sign up for a waitlist, which will give you early bird access and a discounted registration rate at our website, www.theclariogroupalloneword.com. Cannot wait to see you there. So head on over to the website, look around, and drop me a note to let me know what you think. And then I look forward to seeing you next time, same place, same attitude, for the next episode of The Uplift, the podcast that celebrates women leaders who lift each other up.